And I'm Tony. <laughs> I like the question mark at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, Tony, 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 Tony. Tony, yeah. We're talking about a uh, pop star, never stop, never stopping. I. It really pains me to say this because this is such a 2016 movie, in the everything about it. Yeah, this is um, the Lonely Island movie. But the thing is, the thing um, is, I, I physically owned multiple Lonely Island CDs as a child. Yeah, the thing is, the Lonely Island is funny as hell. It's it's the thing is that this, like, it's very 2016. There are some things that are kind of just of the era. Um, weird to say, <laughs> since it was less than ten years ago. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. It was almost 10 years ago. That's. It was seven years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking insane. We're coming it, up on a decade. In my brain, this movie came out like three years ago still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is awful to think of time continuing on in a manner that also includes me aging. Um I'm thrilled about the aging, but I don't want time to move. I want to age in a vacuum. (laughs) I want to go to the beach that makes you old for like long enough to turn 70 and then leave. Evil. I don't. Oh, God. Then you can retire immediately and be a full time (laughs) shit stirrer. At that point, I'll stay there for an hour and just be bones. I don't want to fucking live my life in that manner i've been waiting my entire life to be old (laughs) i've been waiting my entire life to die before i got old and it hasn't worked out yet that that was going to happen but it didn't so now i can't wait (laughs) the concept of being 70 years old frightens me to no end i cannot wait it's funny to me it has nothing to do with uh never stop stopping but (laughs) I mean, very vaguely, he's very afraid of aging. Yeah. Um, like, this is very clearly... I can't remember how close to its release that this was made and uh, also released, but like this is very clearly um, a parody of the Justin Bieber tour movie specifically. That's Con- right, I have no concept of that. I was... I did not know going into this that it was, like, mockumentary. Um, but I think that was to its benefit. I think that helped it a lot. Mm-hmm. I I think this movie was fantastic, which is insane. This is um, it, it's really funny. Like it just yeah, it's a very enjoyable watch. It's uh, not like the end all be all of cinema or whatever. But no, like, it never. Wish could. I had gone to see this when it came out because it's very funny. I don't. I really am glad. Um, so this is like the second time I've ever watched this movie, and the first time was like only a scant few months ago, <laughs> <laughs> um, where I had seen someone reference this movie, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this movie." So I watched it in a manner that um, some companies would not be fans of. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can't fucking confirm or deny the exact manner that I did, so no one can get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, it got added to Hulu, and we're like, let's watch Pops are Never never Stopping. (laughs) Nothing better to do. (laughs) Quite honest to God. Oh my God, this was released June 3rd, 2016. (laughs) That's insane. Pride. (laughs) We we almost got this on the exact anniversary of seven years. That's fucked up. We should have tried harder. God (laughs) damn it. Um. Anyway, so we we watched this film. It is just a very extended Lonely Island skit. Um, but the thing about that is, they were all pretty much bangers. Um, 
because they know how to write comedy and this wasn't too like wildly out there i mean i think like the most insane part of it is the music it's just straight up a lonely island soundtrack there's no way um (laughs) the main character would have gotten the platform he did with the songs that he produced but (laughs) i'm not mad about it (laughs) no and well and the thing is like obviously the comedy is the focus of the music but it's Mm -hmm. also like they do know how to write a song just like musically speaking like some of this shit is catchy. Mm-hmm. Apologies if you can hear the dog loudly lapping up water. Is that <laughs> what? Like feet away from me. <laughs> no, I. I had so much fun with this movie. I was prepared to hate it. Quite honestly, that's so funny. Because <laughs> I don't, I haven't. It's been a minute since I've seen like any of the Lonely Island stuff. Mm. So it's just like, like you know, stuff from that era. You Not either watch it and you best, do still yeah. like it, or you watch it and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know which way this was gonna go for sure. I also just wasn't sure if like the. Lonely Island style of like musical comedy could sustain an entire movie, but it did. It did. It absolutely did. Um, and this is it's like the helps to that like outside of the songs, the actual plot is just very funny. And again, I think the mockumentary style helps that a lot. Mm-hmm. I love the whole like segment at the beginning where we're being introduced to this character and he's putting up his like fucked up little YouTube videos for his fans. Mm. <laughs> Only got his ass out on YouTube because he's getting it waxed live. <laughs> I was never Me? an image I needed of Andy Samberg. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you got. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite one is when he's in bed and he's like, hey. I just got, I just finished jacking off, feeling real contemplative and mellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god. But, um, really funny. The plot of this, um, like the intent is just a parody of the concert movie. Insane that we still have concert movies to this day. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and we did before that. It's not, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that helps the movie age well, is that concert movies have always been a thing, and they're always kind of going to be a thing. For better or worse. Yeah, absolutely. I would also say, not necessarily, it It reminded me, I haven't, I, don't, I haven't seen the Justin Bieber one, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean. The uh, direct parody, but there were parts of it that, to me, very directly parodied the Katy Perry one, which Ellie and I saw at the movie theater. Oh my god! Um, specifically, the part when everything goes to shit and he's like having a breakdown in his concert movie because Katy Perry got divorced in the middle of making her concert movie. Oh my god! <laughs> um, whereas he just released some shitty music and people hated it. Yeah. Which that also happened to Katy Perry, but not during that era. <laughs> I, um, this is the only concert movie I've ever seen. Uh, so, <laughs> and I've seen it twice. <laughs> um, but I don't know. They're just, I am, I'm harping on the Justin Bieber one a lot, but I think, like, just generally, generally the vibes. I mean, I think his vibes are very Justin mm-hmm. Bieber. But um, this follows, it's like a tour movie, you know, yeah. like we've said multiple times. Um, Connor, uh, I don't know his fucking last name, whatever. doesn't matter. <laughs> Connor for real, a pop star who got his, he segued into a solo career from a um, rap group. It's a very Lonely Island um, group with uh, the other Lonely Island it's boys. I thought the style I, boys. I actually do think that they were a direct reference to um, 
Oh, fuck. What is it's the group that Mark Wahlberg was in before he was Marky Mark? Oh, oh I think this, fuck. I think a lot of this was also a reference to Marky Mark. <laughs> this is gonna kill me. <laughs> the funky bunch, yes, the funky bunch. How could I forget <laughs> the funky bunch? <laughs> it's also just like again, the, the more rap hip hop slant to it reads Justin Bieber like Marky Mark but it is also mm-hmm. just very any group where somebody goes on a solo career mm-hmm. or where they technically all do but only one of them is like actually promoted by the label <laughs> Connor is the <laughs> Camilla Cabello of the style voice and boy did they choose the wrong horse for that one yeah I mean they arguably did it for this one as well, as we saw. <laughs> <laughs> the second he's kind of cutting off both of them, his music goes to shit. <laughs> no, yeah, we have our main character, uh, Connor, who goes by Connor for real, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically just his real name. I didn't. I don't know if I even realized in the movie that his name is Connor Freel. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, think they should have played that up more. That's extremely funny. Oh yeah, but um, so this is for his second album. Um, following his first solo album, Thriller, also, um, that doesn't really play a part in m- most of the movie. But I did want to say that his Thriller first also. Thriller also very funny. <laughs> I love that. His uh, second album that he is releasing as of the start of the movie is Conquest with two N's. His name's Connor, (laughs) which also very funny. Um, And it's just a series of (laughs) failure on top of failure. (laughs) Yeah, the first big song of the movie we get is his... uh, debut single for Conquest which is a gay rights song about how totally not gay he is and that that segment was like I was like this isn't even part of the movie this is a Lonely Island video yeah it's just straight up a Lonely especially with Pink yeah like I liked all the like sometimes celebrity cameos in movies can be very annoying but this movie it made a lot of sense because Lonely Island loves a celebrity cameo. Yeah. And all these celebrities definitely had fun doing this. Um, oh, yeah. How could you not? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I loved the looks Pink is giving him as it gets towards the end and he's getting aggressively more and more no homo about the mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the song bombs because it's horrible. Yeah, and very distasteful. I love. The also, cut. I love the guy. It cuts to during the song who's like, "Gay marriage is legal." Yeah, I was just gonna say, he's like, "What was this for?" <laughs> he's like, he's like, they they did do that already. Yeah. But also, I'm wondering, like, with the schedule it takes to make a movie, because that happened in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. Or towards the end of 2015. 2015. I wonder if they had to add that in post. <laughs> because I would not be surprised. They had to start making this before it was legal. Yeah. I would not be surprised if um, the talking heads for the other celebrities... Um, where the last thing was they filmed. <laughs> Probably. And then they, um, uh, first their move is, uh, so the home appliance manufacturer Aquaspin, who is sponsoring the tour, uh, wirelessly sends his song to all of their appliances <laughs> in everybody's house. Mm-hmm. It causes a nationwide power outage. <laughs> Which obviously gives him a lot of bad PR. Um, our first uh, fiasco for his PR manager, Sarah Silverman, to deal with. And honestly, watching this, I forgot that Sarah Silverman is very funny sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and she is in the right role 
Sarah Silverman is very funny. I loved all her parts with being like, oh, this is fine. We just got to do a big PR stunt again mm-hmm. for the fourth time this week. I also loved the part where she was like, his music isn't really what I would enjoy or listen to, but it does make a lot of people very rich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's on his tour they booked a stadium tour because he was selling that much before he released an absolutely horrible album. But now they're barely, uh, they're not selling out the stadiums like no. they thought they would be. So they're like, we got to get an up and coming star to be your opening act. Yeah. <laughs> and thus enters perhaps the funniest character in this entire movie to me. I am almost positive hungry. he didn't blink once while on camera. No, he understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. Hunter the Hungry. <laughs> Fantastic. And like... His energy is very... Which like impressive that they like were able to capture it kind of so early into it. But he is very SoundCloud rapper who doesn't give a yes. shit if he's like, problematic and whatever. And this was right which before... Which obviously Connor for real loves. <laughs> This is like right before mumble rap kind of took over. Um, It's so funny now thinking about it because I do think this would blow up right now. Oh, probably. People would love... The saying horrible shit to people in public. Yeah. (laughs) He would would do numbers on TikTok. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Billions. Um, And then... They also decide to add a gimmick for Owen, who is one of the original Style Boys and is now Connor's DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and who is a good producer. He produced Connor's first album that did really well. And mm-hmm. then Connor decided not to use him for the second album, and people hate it. And that is also a point throughout the movie that is made. But they're like, you need to be cooler. So they get him a fucked up marshmallow helmet. Yeah. Situation. Um, every gag with that as it went on was so fucking funny to me. <laughs> it like emits this giant beam and makes a really loud noise and he's like, hey, this is horrible when you're inside <laughs> of here and it's also really fucking heavy. <laughs> um, and then people are buying tickets to the show to see Hunter the Hungry and not to see Connor. So Connor's like, I gotta start doing fucked up stunts on stage and so he decides his big (laughs) his big thing is that he's gonna do quick changes (laughs) and it's so funny like i'm obsessed with the cowboy outfit and no i'm also just like i loved them being like no you can't do it guys don't do that your dick will get ripped off by the costume changes and it's like (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about like what like what is going on <laughs> that you changing your clothes is ripping your dick clean off? <laughs> well, they grab it by the dick. That's how you take the outfit off. You grab it by the dick and you just pull. <laughs> Maybe don't do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you do it. That's why it works with females because there's no dick. <laughs> and he decides he's going to tuck back his dick yeah. so he can do these rapid costume changes. Um... And then his final costume accidentally gets ripped off, and then he goes viral because people think he doesn't have a penis, mm-hmm. which was so funny. They also that looked crazy realistic; like they matched his skin tone exactly with those yeah. panties, whatever. Because it did look like Andy Samberg was just having a full-on Ken doll moment up there. <laughs> Andy Samberg was on stage, vag out. It was <laughs> no, not vag. It just went smooth. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) it's so fucking funny it was we saw a lot of that um it It went on for like five entire minutes it felt like um there's also a notable uh tmz parody called cmz where like the point of that is they laugh really loud um and drink out of (laughs) 
reusable cups a lot. Um, <laughs> which like is a TMZ. funny commentary to have on TMZ. Um, funny, but not inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> I like, and then his publicist is like, you just got to do something to distract them from your embarrassment. And he's like, well, I'll post my actual penis on Twitter so they know I have one. <laughs> <laughs> and that that is where the Justin Bieber parody is very real. Because I'm pretty mm. sure he did do that at one point. I would not put it past him. I don't think he posted it on Twitter, but I do think... He, like, got a pizza delivery with his dick out, and TMZ caught him. What the hell? Can you imagine yeah, the police? He's fucking insane. The pizza guy? He's got a sausage for the delivery guy? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he has his fake girlfriend. I love her. And that's his publicity stunt. He's going to propose to her with the press there. It's so funny. Um, I love her whole like introduction where she's like, yeah. I grew up watching these celebrity relationships where everyone was like, are they or are they not <laughs> a publicity relationship? And I knew that's the kind of relationship I wanted to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to propose to her so he gets seal and a bunch of real actual wolves because he mm-hmm. remembered that her like therapist or something said that her spirit animal was a wolf <laughs> so fucking funny um and then as seal is singing and hitting high notes the wolves get more and more agitated till they just fucking attack <laughs> <laughs> this was probably my favorite like sequence of the entire movie because just like them desperately trying to run to the limo and Seal being like I've dealt with these wolves before how do you think I got all these scars on my Mm -hmm. face and then they just left him to die there and then Connor's like I'm leaving a one star review for (laughs) wolvesforparties.com the Yelp page of this wolf rental (laughs) and they just left seal there to die (laughs) yeah um then kind of in the background we have the third member of style boys and connor just fostering this hatred Mm -hmm. because he wrote connor's breakout solo verse that was just a bunch of catchphrases all at once and I so desperately wish I remembered any of those catchphrases yeah I don't remember a single one not very good catchphrases no (laughs) sorry Lawrence (laughs) Lawrence was fucking insane they needed to get that fucking beard off his face that was a horrible beard (laughs) so sorry dude I think that was your real beard but it was bad (laughs) it was like in that stage where it's like not well kept but it's not like scruffy enough to look good scruffy if that makes sense I thought it looked fine (laughs) I could not stand it It distracted me every time he was on screen which is saying something because like the second time he's on screen somebody's dick is right in the window of the Mm -hmm. limousine (laughs) We got full peen in this. We got full peen. And titties. Equal rights. Ass. Multiple times ass. Yeah, ass (laughs) mostly. (laughs) We got far too close to seeing Andy Samberg's entire hole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to the magic of movies, we were spared. Um, Uh, the movie just kind of I'm not going to go over like every little detail as we continue on but it's just like he continues to make more and more of a mockery of himself yes Hunter's career continues to progress further and further until his manager 
drops him for Hunter. Um, he goes into this like deep depression, mm-hmm. and he is still vlogging. He's his friends, actually. Yeah. Um, God, what else? I love the big musical number at the the poppies, the fake VMAs. We do also have to mention after, um, so he gets back with his friends. They find out Lawrence, um, who's been established only as a farmer up until this point, has been a weed farmer. Um, Making billions of dollars off of his like 19 strains of weed. Uh-huh. Um, I wish I remembered that. The like all the different weed strain names were so fucking funny. <laughs> um <laughs> but so they get real high um and then they start recording um music again and then Connor gets the call about hosting the poppies because Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift was arrested for, for murder. murder. Which is not the most unlikely arrest for her at this rate. I see it happening. I think we are months away from it at Uh this point. Let's just hope she does get arrested. She won't. She's too rich. Exactly. They'll let let it slide. (laughs) She'll just kill the cop who tries to arrest her. Yeah. What are they going to (laughs) do? She'll be be like, "Um, it's kind of misogynist to arrest a woman. (laughs) And then all her fans storm like, the, the jail <laughs> and rip the the night guard limb from limb. Literally. literally. <laughs> you cannot arrest Taylor Swift and that's the reality we're living in, unfortunately. unfortunately. So. <laughs> Pop stars just aren't getting arrested like they used to. No. Like, I, I genuinely... Partly just because Taylor Swift is like a shitty person, but it's also like it would be so humanizing to see her get some fucked up mug shots like Britney did back in the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it would do so much for her career. But I just, it's not, it's not the world we're living in. We, we don't get the luxury of Jailbird Swift. No. Unfortunately. Um, but he decides to perform, um, and then he decides to perform with the Style Boys. Uh, notable fantastic scene is when he arrives. And Hunter and Mariah Carey are presenting the award. No, even before then, where he arrives there, and then he sees Hunter, and then they kind of like have words, and Hunter's like, I did, I did ruin your show, um trick and showed everyone you're not dick um and then he goes to like address the camera everybody has a documentary being filmed and they're like no we're connor's camera crew and he turns to another one and then uh it's snoop no we're with snoop (laughs) Snoop snoop dogs show that is punked but just for making people think that they're filming on their own documentary yeah I would watch that. It's so funny. I love that. I love that concept. Um, but then I loved the Hunter and Mariah Carey presenting the award too. And then yeah. he just goes into an ad spiel. And Mariah Carey's like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> and she just leaves. And then he starts shit talking her and she comes back. Yeah. She's like, I will kill you. <laughs> They won't get me like they got Taylor. And then before they go on, because Hunter did that, he and the manager are arguing backstage, and then the manager just slaps him. It's insane. It's so fucking funny. I want to be backstage at an award show. I do feel like all of that is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they... Uh, perform the new Style Boys song Incredible Thoughts featuring of course Michael Bolton known Lonely Island collaborator yeah <laughs> probably I would assume that that is probably their biggest like, song oh absolutely because it was fucking everywhere mm-hmm. um, and I bought it at iTunes comes on stage and a bunch of other shit 
Justin Timberlake as a fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, <laughs> this is my, I, I'm assuming it's um, uh, oh god, I don't know his fucking how to pronounce his name. Akiba? Um, what are the Lonely Island guys? Uh, partner, like they get off stage and she's playing a stagehand. She just starts making out with him, and like yeah. it's a long extended scene. That that was already funny on its own, but then Connor turned to the camera and being like, "They are totally gonna bone." Yeah. <laughs> stagehand lady just totally started fucking making out with Lauren. That's the funniest fucking. Killed me. Like, like they Killed don't me. know each other. I've never met before. It's so funny. It killed me. I like that's the whole reason I brought it up because the, like it's like and then the stagehand lady just started macking on Lawrence like they don't know each other. <laughs> it was so goddamn funny. And that's why I'm assuming that's his partner for real. Um, because the commentary of like they don't know each other. It has to be funnier given that context, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, uh, we just, at some point, um, his turtle died. um, His very low point. Um, So he ends the movie like, and um, I've learned a lesson, and here's a new turtle named Maximus II, and then um, one of the escaped wolves jumps out of... (laughs) <laughs> jumps from off frame and attacks Connor and that's the end of the movie that uh, also got me the return <laughs> of the fucking wolf especially because it came at like 90 miles per hour <laughs> those wolves were insane um... they, they've been hunting him by scent since mm-hmm. the proposal and the proposal was on another continent oh absolutely Like we don't have confirmation of that but to me it was it has to it has to <laughs> and, they, and they found him and Connor for real is dead now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Oh well. No. Uh, <laughs> it's, this is just such a fun movie. I loved it. Um, my favorite uh, bits uh, were <laughs> um, the the part when things are falling apart with Hunter where he's like, okay, he's gone over for like 30 minutes, but he should be finishing up soon. And he keeps interrupting himself with, I'm gonna die on this stage! No one's kicking me! I'm never leaving this stage! <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, um, the, the bit where he was watching Naruto depressed and drunk in his mom's house. We have literally all been there. Mm-hmm. Some of us very recently. Uh, that, is a, that is a cornerstone experience of being in your 20s. Notably, it is happening to him when he is in his 40s, which was like the age of the Lonely Island guys was acknowledged by the fact that the Style Boys blew up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Connor for real is doing all this shit as like a 38-year-old man. But I and that also yeah. makes it all that much funnier. It's just with Andy Samberg, hard not to recognize <laughs> that that is how old he is. Yeah, and that's not like I don't think he's aging poorly by any no, means. No, but he is. He is his age. Yes. Um, if if any of them could get away with being younger, it's the it's uh, Owen. The I don't know. One. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that guy's name. Mm-hmm. But in the like at the right angles, he looks seventeen. Yeah, he's got and a at baby. different angles. He does look forty. At it's different weird. angles, he looks sixty. It like, is weird. Um... Weird. <laughs> a face that has seen every era simultaneously. Uh... A face that grew up on the beach that makes you old. <laughs> um. God. <laughs> no, I I think my favorite bit was the proposal. Mm-hmm. Just the wolves and just the knowledge of how horribly it was going to go and then the fruition of that. Incredibly <laughs> funny to me. 
I also liked during the whole wardrobe fiasco when Owen tried to come down and help him and blinded half the audience because <laughs> he fell. So... That, that got me. <laughs> um, Why were oh. DJs wearing those back then? Like, what was going on? I know Marshmallow's still, like, around, but he was not the only one in 2016. Mm-hmm. There were, like, seven of them. And Daft Punk does have an excuse because they've been doing it the whole time. Well, and their helmets are, like, anatomically yeah. similar in size to a human head. Like Dead Mouse, or however you say it? Yeah, that's fucked. What are you doing? How are you, how are you standing? Mm-mm. I, I would not. I also love the introductory scene uh, for the Aquaspin, like, concept, where Maya Rudolph is just owning that whole thing. Oh, Maya Rudolph is hilarious at all times. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the like blank stare, overly perky. It's actually Deborah. Yeah, <laughs> killed me. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Or the extended where he's sitting reading the reviews for um, Equal Rights. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, <laughs> he looks so sad, <laughs> and we just sit on it. It's it's so good. <laughs> the Rolling Stone just gave us the shit emoji. <laughs> I like that it started with Pitchfork, and they gave him like a negative four, and he's like, yeah. "Well, Pitchfork's pretentious because that's what every pop star who gets a bad rating from Pitchfork says." Yeah. Famously, Halsey said she hopes the basement that Pitchfork is run out of burns down and Pitchfork is based uh, in the World Trade Center. (laughs) I think about that daily. (laughs) Like, obviously she did not know that, but that is Mm -hmm. unintentionally the funniest thing she could have reacted with. God, it's... Shit emoji out of four stars. <laughs> um, obviously the the weed strains very good. <laughs> the weed strains got me. I just I loved this. It was so fun. Um good yeah. on them for <laughs> showing peen. Um, it was a disembodied peen, to be fair. Uh, we did not see whose it was, but that's fine. We didn't need to. I love the the dialogue for that. <laughs> that's my husband's penis. <laughs> We're huge fans. <laughs> um, that really got me. <laughs> well, and also that, like, before he looked over and saw that it was a penis, he's like. He's like, I love taking everything my fans give me. I love just sucking up all their attention. Yep. <laughs> like extended penis joke yeah. that he did not realize. That it, like, I am not immune to the funny <laughs> humor. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it was because again, it's like you you boot this up and you see that it's an R-rated movie, and the whole time it's like relatively tame. Like, yeah, they don't, and then you just see full titties and peen yeah. in thirty seconds of each other, and it's like, oh, and then that's it. <laughs> gotcha. Like, I have to stress, like, it's probably also having to do with like the drug use, um, because again, this was twenty sixteen. There was copious amounts of weed shown and smoked. Uh, yeah, and I'm assuming that played a part in it. Um, at some point, somewhere in 2016. Um, and also, like, I didn't notice the language, but I feel like it was probably like... I mean, there was definitely some swearing language happening, and I also know the ratings board is insane, and if you have more than one fuck, yeah. it's an immediate R. Yes, so... And that definitely played into it, just from Hunter alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hunter there was saying a lot. Some... There were also some N-words. Yes. 
not so, by anyone who's not allowed to say yes. it. Like Maya Rudolph is somewhat lighter skinned, but she is fully at least half black. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna get into her ability. You know, like no, I'm like, very far divorced from that conversation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was just like that was the most blatant. Like, oh yes, this is an R-rated movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know what? Again, there's a lot of swearing, was... which I like again, 90% flies over my head, but it's still just like I know that that is something that we are still weird about with mm-hmm. movie ratings. It's, I feel like that's something that might start to change now because I do think like our generation and younger does not give a fuck no. about bad language, like quote-unquote bad language it's like, like it's just fucking words exactly we and but i also know for the same reason it's like i think just because of the way we talk sometimes like it's like i think our podcast technically has to be 18 plus it yeah no it, it definitely is um <laughs> no yeah it, but it's just like weird not that like not that our podcast is 18 plus because i don't like sorry to minors but go away mm-hmm. <laughs> more just because i don't want to deal with that but it is also just like cursing is such a weird place to draw the line mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <it's laughs> just... I was fully saying fuck it like 12 yeah i <laughs> i remember my big <laughs> um when i was younger <laughs> My mom had given me permission to say crap, and she got mad at me and took it away because I said it so many times within the first week that she gave me permission to say it. I had to graduate from, we were allowed to say crud and then crap. I don't know what the, like, lineage of that was, and both of my parents swore. Oh, yeah. It's always... It's like they're so like you can't swear, and it's like where do you where the fuck do you think I fucking learned it from? The only one that like has really. I remember the first time I said the f word in front of my mom, and she was shocked. I was like <laughs> twenty two years old. <laughs> the only one that has really like pissed my mom off because this was one that she literally deigned to never speak in her life uh, was cunt. <laughs> Um, and that is part of my everyday vernacular at this point. So... Yeah, I think that is, like, my parents can both handle me swearing. It's, I mean, at a certain point, it's like, I'm an adult, and I will say mm-hmm. what I want to say anyways. But it's like, and also it's like, I'm an adult, and you guys are the ones who taught me to talk yeah. like this. But yeah, I don't think either of them would let cunt fly. I don't know what about white midwest parents are like so it's just such a like i do think part of that is globalization of our generation because of the internet yeah (laughs) we're exposed to a lot of british and australian people where cunt is a lovely greeting (laughs) so it means absolutely nothing to me and then also like context of also just being like queer and wanting to do dragon stuff where Mm -hmm. it's also a very big part of like the language around drag culture and stuff oh yeah like cunt means nothing to me she's my friend cunt (laughs) is like a dear sister to me cunt is everything to me cunt is my daughter who i've raised and nurtured i'm so so happy to see her spread her wings and really come into her own i'm so glad for swear word growing up was shit though mine was fuck absolutely (laughs) fuck has its place but it's like it has to be peppered in occasionally or it loses its meaning to mm. me. I don't know. It doesn't need a meaning that. to me. A fuck is like an exhale for me at this point. It's not even a word. I, also rem- I was saying fuck before I was saying hell because I was still <laughs> afraid of God when I started. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God will forgive me if I say fuck, but if I say hell, I'm going there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> insane behavior there's something they, deeply wrong with the midwest they don't raise us right here 
We've got neuroses. <laughs> they don't do anything right here. Baby girl. I've got so many fucked up recursive <laughs> thought patterns that you wouldn't even begin to understand how to entangle them. <laughs> I fully like the the best way to describe like any behavior of mine um, as like a notable like atheist is God fearing. And that's a fucking way to live. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> it's like I don't have like Oh god i believe in or anything like any higher power that kind of dict but like it's always the back of my mind due to the <laughs> several no, several like, years of my life weird place for this episode to turn just gonna briefly say that before i give my yeah. side of it but it's like i don't believe in god in the sense of like white protestant midwest christianity anymore but i'm very spiritual still mm. But it's just like I, I had because of that, I, I am not God fearing at all. I'm like we I I managed to distance from the God fearing side of it. And I'm just like, yeah, there's some kind of higher power and it is loving and forgiving. So who gives <laughs> shit? <laughs> Do whatever it's, I fucking want. The concept here is like there is I don't have a higher power, but I do live in a society, and somewhere <laughs> someone is mad at me about my behavior. <laughs> That's the end-all be-all of it. <laughs> and my someone is mad at me philosophy is go ahead and call the cops. I'll just have sex with them. <laughs> Boo! Bootlicker! I wouldn't actually have sex with a cop, but just this, <laughs> the spirit of that. Oh god. I the rhinestone Tweety Bird meme of yes. that. It's it's one of the best ones. I also think Taz with uh, a handful of like tens in like a full suit smoking a cigar is so good. Yeah. Any Fantastic. of that. I, there's also like a Lola Bunny one that I adore. I don't there's think so many good ones. I know that one. There's also one with Taz basically in drag that's like I only speak two languages sarcasm and old high German <laughs> and I would fucking love that one too yeah that one makes sense <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, the, the lonely island the Lola Bunny the... one is the um, the only two things I know how to do are be addicted to Marlboros and be a cunt <laughs> I love it. <laughs> God. Looney Whoever... Tunes memes have become my life philosophy. Looney Tunes memes are our minions memes, I feel. And it's correct. <laughs> Who am I to deny the impact Looney Tunes have had on me? <laughs> Bugs Bunny is the reason I'm non-binary, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He did. He did pave the way. He did a lot of heavy lifting for that, and we gotta respect. Um, <laughs> and we've fully devolved from pop star. Yeah. We should <laughs> watch it. It's fun. Yeah, I had a good time. We should listen to the entire album for this movie. We absolutely should. I also think this would be a fun one to like if we get like our idea of doing like viewing parties off the ground mm -hmm. this would be a fun one if we do some like revisits of stuff we've already talked oh, about yeah. because it's so easy yeah but yes I, I would love to listen to the entire soundtrack of this <laughs> <laughs> easiest thing for me to do revive breezy band or no bubblegum bops yeah Breezy banter is also nothing's been happening, but it's not <laughs> that we are just have ADHD and weirdly more difficult to record when we live in the same place because we get too distracted. Ellie's got to finish Sonic 06 again. Now I've got to finish Sonic Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you dear listener, Gotta have watch to go 
follow us on Twitter. <laughs> um, We're at Dumb Bitch Binge. We tweet out every time an episode goes live, which is about as close to Friday as we can make it. That is our most consistent schedule, um, yeah, and it's I'm not gonna, consistent. I'm going to work on getting our Tumblr back off the ground, too, because Twitter is... It is something. Horrid at this point in time. It's just... They're burning it down from the basement it's running out of. Yeah. There is a fire upstairs and in the basement. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It is not good. Burning the building at both ends. And Reddit is it's also sad. going through some shit right now. So Tumblr's kind of our only <laughs> choice. Weird. Weird reality that we're in. If all things fucking continue to go this way, I might have to jump my ass back onto Quotev. <laughs> Listeners, you can follow us on um, <laughs> Wattpad. Listener, get our podcast on SoundCloud. Listeners, find us on Gaia online. Yeah, we're going to be sitting and chatting about the movies. Um, if you've got a Webkins account, We'll be there. Pop Tropica. Yeah. <laughs> IMVU. Um, you just have to ignore the simulated avatar sex happening within 20 feet at Cust- all ends. Custom Overwatch 2 game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on any map on CSGO. Uh, <laughs> you, need to, you need to stumble into us on GeoGuessr and Google Earth. <laughs> anyways for now you can find us on twitter i will work on the tumblr as well if you get to a certain um watch point in an archived vod of one of the more recent critical role streams there are podcasts in there You can join us next episode. We're going to be talking about Alien. Mm-hmm. The greatest very, very and excited. most cohesive follow-up to Popstar Never Stop it's, Never Stopping. It really, it's, it's essentially a sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, very excited for that one. Um, all of that being said, thank you for listening. This has been Dumb Bitch Binging. Mm-hmm.